heard somebody say this shit, I'm in my South Girl era. You just called my mama a bitch, but you... <laughs> Ain't nothing soft about that. Well, I was on a date with one of these young hoes. She, I got in my feelings, because she asked me, oh, tell me about your last relationship. And it was horrible, so I'm like, yeah, man, it was this, blah, say, blah, say, blah. She was like, oh, not you heartbroke. <laughs> it's giving 500 days of summer. I got so mad, I left. I did some bullshit. I left her. I was like, all right, let me go take a shit. I'll be back. We was, we was on a day at the restaurant. I went up to the restaurant. I was like, hey, bro, she got the check. I walked the fuck out. That pissed me off. I left her with the check. She gonna FaceTime me like 15 minutes later, talking about, uh oh, why you leave me? I said, ooh, not you heart, bro. It's giving broke girl energy. Fuck her. I don't care. I got a hundred in my pocket right now. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever digital platform that you are choosing to listen to podcasts on, whether that be Apple soundcloud google youtube amazon or whatever it is that you do on spotify please go and do that i mean and i and i'm always gonna revert back to that's why i don't fuck with a lot of people hey man jealousy is a weak emotion bro this is it's once again it come back to the shit that you can control if 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 jay out here getting money he living his life he doing his thing that ain't got nothing to do. That's not. I can't. I don't want to stop that man from being successful. But that man's success shouldn't alter my reality or hurt my feelings. Like, <laughs> why we just ain't happy for the dude, or just if anything, just ignore him. If you if you don't like somebody, don't fuck with him. If they didn't take it off of your plate, then why are you worried about it? That's, that's, that's the thing. Like, hey, you getting money, cool, whatever, what have you. If you didn't take that money out of my pocket, if you didn't still snatch the job opportunity from me, why am I mad about it? Bruh. <laughs> I'd be happy for so many people for the littlest things, and people that don't know me personally, they probably think I'd just be on some weird shit, but, like, I'd be seeing shit. And I'd really be happy for people, dog. Say, bro, I'd be genuinely happy just for, for strangers. If I see overweight people in the gym, I'd genuinely be happy for them because it takes a lot just to go into the gym if you're overweight. I'd genuinely be happy when they do that. Hey, good good for you. Because I know it, it just took you a lot just to get in here, even if you just walked on the treadmill for 30 minutes and left. That took a lot for you. Shout out to young Ash, man. <laughs> Young ass with the, she did the marathon in South Padre. Oh yeah, she did do the marathon. Shit, you walked with her too. Fuck oh, yeah, you yeah, we, confused we, for. We, her. Hey, look, walking a five k and running a marathon are two totally different things. Oh yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I'm, I'm not definitely doing not running on. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't walking either. <laughs> I tell you, I, all the time I'm running when I'm hooping, bro. That makes sense. That makes sense. And I, I be jogging on that shit. And, and people say, I move, I move too much. I'm like, man, y'all motherfucking old bastards just lazy. Hey, man. I'm, 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 try, I'm trying to get back into it. I'm trying to get back into it. I was I see, doing man. well, and then I took a long time off, and I was like, all right, I got to do something. Now I got to do something. Yeah. Man. 
unnecessary pressure sometimes. People put that shit on themselves a lot. That's why I just always tell people, man, a lot of things you do, man, you just got to do them in silence. It just, just ease yourself into it. And it's just, it makes it easier. Nobody there to judge. Nobody there to add unnecessary pressure, so on and so forth. Just do the shit. I mean, that's like, like me with my, like with, with schooling, you know, like I don't make a big deal out about, about that shit. You know what I'm saying? But whatever pace I choose to go is the pace I choose to go. I, I could be done four years from now. Shit, I could be done two years from now. It don't even matter. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go at my pace and, and it's only, only people that really fuck with me know about it. I mean, honestly, a lot of people that fuck with this podcast are people that fuck with us. So, you know how that go. That's why we, that's why we made y'all wait a whole month. <laughs> Has it been a month? <laughs> This been a month. Damn. This we been a trash. month, bro. We too trash. But guess what? We here today. And whatever we say, we're gonna stand on that. Yeah, stand standing on business. Standing on <laughs> I seen a lot of shit in the past couple of weeks. Where I was like, oh yeah, they stand on business for real. <laughs> God damn. I can't think of this shit I've seen, but I didn't. I didn't see shit like damn. Say man, that that post I posted talking about he divorced his wife because he found out she cheated seventy seven years ago. Standing on standing. business, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hey, call it petty, call it what you want, call it what you want. I mean, thirty you years got, ago, you got your boundaries, you got your morals. Just another way. That's your that, that's your business. You standing on that. <laughs> like, it don't, it don't, it, it, like I said, man. You think he called her a raggedy bitch? He should have. He definitely called her a raggedy bitch. He should have. Hey, let somebody, how old was he? I, I gotta look this up. But let somebody that old call you a raggedy bitch and you are, in fact, a raggedy bitch? Say, man. Hey. <laughs> that shit's crazy. She, she was 96, he was 99. Call a ninety-six-year-old woman a raggedy bitch, nigga. Hey, at that point, she 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 pretty raggedy. I ain't gonna lie. She pretty <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. God dog. God dog. But yeah, man, it's a lot of shit that didn't happen in the past month, and I don't remember none of that shit. So I'm pretty yeah. sure the people that some people have passed away. The news cycle has been cycling. That um, motherfucker been cycling. Matthew Perry passed away. That happened. Friends. How many of us have them? Wait, no, that's Houdini. Um, yeah. Wow. Matthew Perry. Cardiac arrest. That's what it was? Yeah, that's what they say. A lot of this died suddenly still going on, huh? I mean, that history of drug use and abuse kind of catches up to you. Mix that with other shit. You know how they go. Holly Weird, as you would call it. Very, very much so. Holly weird. What else has happened? Um, Captain Marvel failed. That was a beautiful sight. I still, I, I still plan on going to see it though. Nigga, you supposed to see that shit this weekend? Yeah, I got caught up in some business. I had to stand <laughs> on some other business. <laughs> I had to see it. You ain't standing on business. I had to stand <laughs> on some other <laughs> business. <laughs> man, what else, man? You, you really could easily just cycle through the fucking text messages and just go through some shit and be like, man. What the fuck we was on? We, I mean, we we've been on our usual. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, the, the thing you can the thing you can count on about the No Boundaries podcast is that we're going to be consistently inconsistent. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> that's that on that. Uh, Kiki Palmer and her baby daddy was throwing hands, or he was throwing hands, and she was catching them. When? That, that, this I won't say this happened like last week. Really? Now, now she's seeking full custody. You know. Really, yeah. I ain't know about that one. Yeah, yeah, that was in the news cycle. I mean, let's. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the world would be a different place if if a lot of the 1950s normalcy occurred in the households of a lot of Americans today. A lot of shit wouldn't happen today if a good strike to a motherfucker's face happened from time to time. And that goes either way. Like when you when you know you have pushed your limit, but you don't but you know that you don't have to stop. Like you know that you you're dealing with somebody that will fuck you up without a doubt. Did did you send me this? Or or let me let me let me play it. What? Y'all couldn't handle them other niggas. This the best batch for y'all. That other batch will punch you square in your shit. Yeah. You ain't strong as your grandma and your mama and them. Bitch, you don't got a cookbook or nothing. The fuck? Yeah. Grandma wasn't watching the kids every weekend. Yeah. Y'all motherfuckers be mamas and city girls. Fuck, talking about sorry as batch. Y'all delusional. A nigga marry you and have a whole nother family two streets over. Y'all ain't strong enough for them bad. What bad y'all talking about? Yeah. Did I send you that? No, nah, yeah, he sent me or, that. Or you, or you send me that? I don't, I don't remember that one, man. That's a big. <laughs> hey, what was that movie with Denzel and Viola Fences? Yeah, man. Say when That's... he had he had that he had that baby and the, and, and the baby mama died and she had to raise that 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 um. That uh break baby or whatever. I that still ain't seen it. Baby. I still ain't seen it, but you know, I got the concept of it. Uh man, that, that emotional that emo- I said emotional. That emotional turmoil motherfuckers put, got put through, you know, back in the da- back in the gap, man. These motherfuckers wouldn't survive. Like the straight play, up. Hey, wasn't no going to therapy for grandma. Hey, wasn't no going to therapy for grandma. She just had to yeah. she just had to eat that shit. Yeah, man. And then, and then I'm not proud of that. I'm not happy to hear that. But I'm just saying that the reality is today that a lot of y'all soft. Like y'all really soft because y'all still have these means and y'all still on some soft shit. Like y'all still breaking down. Y'all still emotionally weak. Like it's so many people that really feel like they have this high emotional intelligence, but I know you crying to sleep at night. I know you got these different copes that you're using just to get by day to day. Like I, I mean, you you confront for the world, but <laughs> common sense, you know. I, you know me, I'm gonna look in the eyes. I'm always gonna look in the eyes. Don't let me see them eyes, man. The, the eyes are the eyes are the doorway to the soul. I be looking in the eyes, bro. I'm always gonna, man. I'm always, always gonna look a motherfucker in the eye, bro. Like that shit right there is. That's how I know it. I, I taught my son that shit early, and that's why. I, that's why I made the decision I made. I told him to ask his coach something, and he said he wouldn't even be looking look me in my eyes. I said he a bitch ass nigga. Then. That's it. That's all. 
That's it. He ain't said no business. It's the, bro, it's like all jokes aside, you got some real shit to say to somebody. You're going to say it face to face. You're going to say it. You're going to look them square in the eyes. You're going to tell them what you got to tell them. And first thing you're going to do when you want some fraud shit, you're going to look to the, you're going to look to the right. You're going to look to the left. Shit, ain't nobody there to help you. God, hey, busy. man, times were tough in the past more so than just, oh, we didn't have the ends to meet. Like it was, it was a lot of hey, we don't have any money. Your 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 grandpa got a whole other family on the other side of the street, and he's splitting his check between two or two families. And the money that I do do got, I gotta make it stretch while ta- while convincing the kids that you know ain't none of this shit going on when it's going on. I gotta go cry in the in the closet and shit like that. Like you know, grandma them was strong. Did I tell you? Did I tell you my grandma shot my grandpa? I believe it. He didn't tell me that, but I believe it. No, nah, my grandma shot, shot my grandpa. Spent Thanksgiving in um in jail. Cause shot sure. him. Shot him in the stomach. I bet you that was better than therapy. Hey, God, that's, that's why they used to call it a little pistol starter. Shout out to <laughs> my grandma, a little pistol starter. <laughs> hey, man. All I'm saying is, <laughs> yeah, a lot of shit that y'all think y'all doing right, y'all not doing right. I see a lot of. I'm I'm seeing the trend of a lot of um. It's a lot of millennials. But it's, you know, some Gen Z too, you know, shitting on the old ways because I think that they're trying to cope with the fact that a lot of this new shit is trash. And, I, and I've proved my point so many times, but because so many people have manifested this delusional reality, they can't accept that facts are facts. See, I'm still going to, I'm still, I still represent that. There's still no boundaries podcast. Facts are facts and opinions still hurt people's feelings. And what y'all got to realize is I'm not going to argue with y'all motherfuckers in circles about shit that is right in front of your face. If you refuse to look at it and see it, that's on you. That is on you. I mean, damn, I don't, I tried to avoid the accountability thing, but damn, eventually you got to say, look, you can't keep touching that stove when it's hot. Eventually, you know, you got to learn that lesson. Because if I tell you, hey, it's hot, and you keep touching it, hey, it's hot, you keep touching it, hey, it's hot, I'm going to stop telling you because clearly you're not listening to me. I've done my best to try to put you on game, to try to educate you, and you just don't give a shit. So, hey, a hard head make a soft ass. That's an old adage. That's an old adage. A lot of that shit that we learned from the school, man, it, it's universal laws, they still stand. What you looking up, bro? I feel like you're looking up something and you ain't found it. No, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to run down the news cycle. That's all. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, shit. I mean, when you refer back to that shit, I think last time we was talking to they ain't pump out the uh the Hamas shit. That shit wasn't popping last time we recorded. Nigga, that shit that came shit, from. That shit came out of nowhere, nigga. <sighs> Man, bro. Look, dog. Let me go back to our grandparents and them struggling and shit. Let me tell you something. See what happened was. <laughs> <laughs> See, what happened was uh, the transition of motherfuckers, especially, I'm just going to, I'm not even going to be too specific, but you had a low class of people that finally saw, that finally got a taste of financial freedom in the past 50 years. And in those past 50 years, they chose to do what they want to do with that financial freedom. They are where they are now. Unfortunately, because the government that they blindly trust is has always been evil 
and never really gave a fuck about him is slowly pulling that carpet from under him. Like they they finally starting to realize they got duped. And like every time you have a conversation with certain people, you can always just go back to the root of the shit just being like, bro, nigga, this dollar is not dollar in the same. Shit different. So a lot of that bullshit that y'all still trying to stand on that that was cool 50 years ago, stop trying to finesse me into thinking that shit still fly now when the dollar is not the same. What was it? Uh, California that, that increased minimum wage to like $20 an hour? And then somebody was like, I had to, I paid like $16.75 for a burger and fries. What did you think was going to happen? Like, do, do y'all not understand basic economics? No. Nah. Hey, like, I'm going to be honest with what, you, bro. Would you, would you say fun coupons? Like, y'all don't <laughs> understand how this shit works, apparently. Hey, You thought you was going to make more money and the prices were going to stay the same? If McDonald's got to bust down $20 an hour, it's going to be less people, more robots, and higher prices. And if y'all don't want them robots, y'all don't want the AI, then we paying $9 for a Big Mac. No and drink, it, no fries. And it just is what it is. That's what you that's what you that's what you paid. That's what you wanted. That's what you voted for. That's what you asked for. You know, everybody has their moment of of everybody likes the virtue signal when it doesn't have that when it's not really hitting close to home. It's easy to virtue signal on some shit when it's not hitting close to home. And I hate that shit with a passion, bro. You know, I do. I know you can tell by the look on my face who I'm thinking about. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. Who? Oh, God. But see, it's a it's a difference between virtue signaling and status signaling. Because status signaling is 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 a problem. Like status signaling to me, was more prevalent with white people, you know, back in the gap. Like, they would do the weirdest shit to to solidify their spot in society. I mean, I would say for a long time, smoking was a rich person's activity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, Botox, lipo, that type of shit. That was rich people's activity. But see, what happens is, once you make it affordable, and it gets to the to the lower class of people, you, you kind you see what happens to it. I mean, it kind of is what it is. I mean, man, if you really if you just take your time and just they always say uh, causation or doesn't equal correlation or whatever, but I really think that's just a you know a propagandized term to kind of take your take your eyes off the prize. Cause a lot of that shit, that shit do add, that shit do be adding up. I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, man, shit, you really want to get down to it? Should America really fuck themselves when they end the segregation? That's when shit. That's when shit really start going downhill. Not because it was bad in its nature, but because of how it was rolled out. The execution of it. Motherfuckers wasn't ready for it yet. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of shit that's going on today. That's being rolled out in an improper way, and the reaction to that shit is the reaction because motherfuckers not ready for that shit, dog. It's, all, it's almost like it's almost like you should have stretched segregation out a little bit longer because it was forcing 
minorities to build their own. And when you stop forcing them to build their own, you just they just like, oh well shit, if I ain't gotta build my own then shit, I'll just use your shit. I'll use your banks, I'll use your supermarkets, I'll use your car dealerships, I'll use everything that you have and, and not build our own. I will turn I will take the wealth that I've amassed and just give it to you. It would it wouldn't if if the time that was needed was actually spent on doing it the right the right way, which in some certain parts of the country it probably was done the right way. I, I don't know if there is a quote unquote right way, but if it was done the right way, a lot of the cultural slash psychological issues that specifically hurt our community they wouldn't they wouldn't exist at the the way it exists today i had seen some shit on uh, uh x formerly known as twitter uh i can't, I can't call that shit anything other than twitter <laughs> i seen some shit i guess it was, it was sexy red and it was like bro nigga cia ain't gotta be do nothing no more See, I just sit back like, see, they ain't got to drop crack in the hood. They don't got to do nothing no more. We are, we are our worst enemy now. And it's because of a lot of the shit that we normalized over the span of four or five decades. Like, I even seen J.R. Smith saying some real shit on some podcast when he was just speaking about, you know, uh, the reality that a lot of motherfuckers that look like us that got bread are obsessed with you know that eurocentric lifestyle and i see the shit day i see the shit day in day out like i was watching the the game the other day and it was funny to me because i was looking at it was three broadcasters i think it was the germany game it was uh it was two white broadcasters and it was a black broadcaster and the block the black broadcaster had a um he had a, a gucci scarf on it was a very flamboyant Gucci scarf. And then mm-hmm. his, his white mates were on the side. Like, I, I didn't know what they was wearing. Just, you know, plain broadcasting attire. And I just thought that that was so interesting to see, knowing the the issues our community has had with Gucci. And then seeing it in person, too. You know, like, just, I, I still to this day don't understand hip-hop's obsession with Italian garments and just you know European fashion in general. I'll never understand that. But and, and then when you make your own garments, you charge those European prices. Like <laughs> like you again, basic economics. You don't understand your target market. And then and then when people who do understand their target market, um, for instance, um, Stefan Marbury when he had the Starberries, you make fun of his shit. You make fun of Shaq for, for having shoes in Walmart. Let's let's stop right there. What's the root of that? Like, what's the root of a, a, a community that is, in all honesty, even today, we can say a large majority of it is working class poor at, you know, a large majority of it. I mean, because I saw a stat today that's like, you know, I know it was specific to a age group, but motherfuckers making six figures is like less than fifteen percent. That's six. That's just plain old hundred k. Mm-hmm. Less than fifteen percent. 
So it's safe to say, you know, 80% is a large majority. And I think you got a good memory. What was the, I know you've seen some of the housing stats I have sent you over the past month. I think you see them hoes just be like, man, fuck you, Will. But <laughs> no, 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 no. I've been I've been paying attention to them too. Cause like like the median the median income to to purchase a house in in America now is you you need a over six over um six figures. Okay, so with knowing that, with knowing that, one individual an individual, especially especially women, how many individuals that you know, just off the rip, are able to afford a house right now, in our community? Not and, many. And, you know what I'm saying? Which is, it's not necessarily sad, but it's reality. Yeah. And when you think about that, it puts you in a mind frame. It's like, man, like, how you clowning somebody for living within their means? Like, why is that something that's laughable when the statistics and the data shows that you probably should be wearing strawberries? Hey, man, I see. I seen a post earlier that says eighty um, k in the bank and a ten thousand dollar paid off car. People call you broke, but if you have ten k in the bank and an eighty thousand dollar car note, people think that you're rich. Kid, I don't count other people's pockets. That's one thing about me, and I think I think, and, and I I don't want you to forget. I, we're not gonna sit here and find the root of what is plaguing the psyche of black America right here. But when I sit there and think about how uncomfortable people get about talking about finances, but then in that same breath, stun on somebody for not being able to do something. For instance, these basketball leagues I play in are not free. Yeah, I'm in a lot of group chats, a lot of group chats where shit goes down. Cats got to pay fees. I see these cat cats out and about. I know how you know some of them move. I know they have families. I watch how they talk among each other. When I hear certain because I I look everybody listening. I told I told Jay this the other day, and, and people people that know me know I'm nosy to the motherfucker boy. <laughs> I don't mind my business, but I do mind my business. <laughs> so I hear shit and people tell me things because I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a fucking treasure chest, bro. You sell me some shit locked up. I ain't, I ain't telling, I ain't telling nobody, bro. Like it's going to take a lot to get that information out of me. Cause nine times out of 10, I may forget anyway, unless something triggered me and I remember, but People tell me shit, bro, and I hear a lot of things about people that I don't even know that well. And when I see and I hear these things, it's shocking to me because I'm like, man, the way that person talks, you would imagine he was fucking screwed McDuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This nigga gotta be balling. Yeah. And then you realize, man, it's just the psyche. It's like everybody in our community has to uphold that image of being ballers and shot callers and actually like they like they having money. It's like nobody wants to actually talk about saving. Nobody wants to. I mean, you keep mentioning, and I'm I'm and I'm not sitting. I'm not bragging, bro. And no, this ain't even a brag. This is really. I, I have to get. I have to humble myself since I've been in school. 
I didn't really know shit about business. Didn't know shit about marketing. I thought I did. I'm sitting here before we got on this shit. I was, you know, doing some work and I'm like, this shit wild how simple it is, but how not simple it is. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know and you don't research it, you're finna go and probably do some shit that's gonna make you the research. <laughs> like, and I see a lot of that shit happening. People getting into food businesses, not knowing the statistics on how many food businesses fail within a span of three years. How many clothing businesses fail before they and a lot of people think they actually have clothing businesses and food businesses when they really don't. A lot of this shit they be having ain't even considered a small business. But anyways, go ahead, Jack. Like, I feel like no, no, like I, I, I think I, I've shared the story before how my aunt, she had a, a coffee shop and she was asking me, you know, all these questions. And, and um, she was like, you know, uh, I, how much do I charge for this? I said, well, shoot, what competition do you have around you? What are they charging for coffee? What are they charging for pastries? You know, you know, what, what, what's your overhead? You know, what's your break even point? I was asking her all these questions and then she was like, oh, well, you can't you figure that out for me? I can't because that's not my business. And that and that's and and that's not something I'm gonna do for free. Like I love you to death, but that's that's that takes a whole lot of investment into understanding. So just to say, hey, I want to open a coffee shop and go off, off open a coffee shop is dumb. You got to know your market. You got to know where you're at. You got to know what the do people even want coffee? Are you on like a major roadway that's going to garner you traffic? Are you are people got to go out of their way to get get to you? And if they do got to go out of their way, are you giving them or is it worth their while? Like a lot of shit goes into it. And a lot of people don't think through it that way. Hey, you got an idea and you just want to do it. Nate, and that's great. You know, chase your dreams by any means. But at the same time, chase them responsibly. Be smart about the decision making because the, the last thing you want to do, do is be worse off than when you started. I like when you said by any means as far as chasing your dreams because I was reading a post where they were saying something about, you know, basically they hate the fact that some people will tell you that's not realistic. You know, I love to say reality, reality. Um, I say reality in terms of my lived experience and the shit that I see around me. And I love when somebody's chasing their dreams, but I hate when people chase their dreams in a half-assed manner by not doing everything that you just said which is doing the doing the background work before you just jump out there because for somebody to want to get to the do this this is my thing when people start businesses whether it's a let's just say somebody wants to start an ice cream business where do you want to take that ice cream business to do you only want to be able to feed the hood or feed the local neighborhood per se or are you trying to be you know the next Cold Stone, you trying to be the next Jenny's ice cream or some shit? Are you really trying to take it to that level? Because if you are, go ahead, Jay. No, I'm just saying that's that's why when when you start a uh, try to get a small business loan from the government, you have to come with a business plan. You can't come with a business idea. You have to come with a plan. Now, you just said something right there. There's a big difference between a plan and an ideal. And I think 
And I think a lot of people conflate the two just based on their lack of understanding of words and their lack of understanding of what they're getting into. A lot of people are just hustling. <laughs> and, I, I, and I don't knock the hustle. I do not I, knock the hustle. Last thing I'm going to do is knock your hustle. As long as your hustle don't in, interfere with mine, I'm not going to knock it. But my nigga Sean said, if you ain't getting richer every year, <laughs> then you just backwards hustling. <laughs> like, backwards. Like, 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 what is you doing? You doing what you doing? And a lot of y'all really, you know, I see it, bro. Clothing, food, whatever. A lot of y'all just addicted to clout. A lot of y'all in the last, especially millennials in the past five to 10 years are jumping on this entrepreneur bandwagon because it looked cool. Y'all really just doing that. Y'all, y'all, y'all not standing on real business. <laughs> y'all standing on that fake shit. Y'all standing on the aesthetic of what it means to be. Because when you hear, what's that motherfucker Keith hate? That motherfucker, it's a dude that keep that. Keith do not like that motherfucker, man. He's like a, a motivational speaker. It's not shit. Gary V, is it? It's Gary V, man. Keith don't like what? <laughs> Keith don't like that dude, man. But when they hear cats like Gary V talk, and that's what happened. At the beginning of Instagram, social media, back in, you know, 2012, I say when he emerged, like maybe about 16, 17, he was putting a bug in a lot of people's ears, him and many others. Um, was Is it Tony Robbins, too? Tony Robbins be on that business shit, too. Yep. He planted a bug in a lot of people's ears, dog. And when they heard that shit and the way he spoke, they started – they. It it really gave them the courage to step up and be like, man, I want to start some shit because I want to be able to say I did this shit. Da, 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 da. And I literally was having a conversation with somebody the other day that was basically trying to get on some business shit, basically hustle. And all I said was, man, I'm going to say I'm going to tell you all the same thing. I tell people that always ask me, you know, how do you feel about marriage and why aren't you in a relationship? And I and I constantly tell people all the time. A lot of this shit is just like college. It ain't for everybody. Yeah. Everybody doesn't have to go to a two-year or four-year college. Everybody doesn't have to go to a, a trade school. Everybody should look at their options and see see what fits them best. You might experiment, but once again, like I was saying earlier in the episode, sometimes you got to know when to let that rope go. Because at some point you realize you're embarrassing yourself. After so many failed opportunities, you got to you gotta look in the mirror. If you want to be the person that is endlessly persistent, that, I, you know, just look, man, motherfucker played a lot over 20 years. I'm not going to be surprised if he win that hole at least once. Of course. At, le- at least win something. At least win some change. You know when what I'm saying? So even, I doubt it. But you might you you might get get by twenty five hundred dollars when you need it. Shit, you probably that's how much you probably spent the lot of ticket. You just got your money back. Probably. Look, man, Gary V, Tony Robin planted the bug in motherfuckers' ears, had them out here thinking that they could be entrepreneurs. That's why so many people have this entrepreneurial mindset. Once again, I'm not knocking it, but 
like Jay said, and I just piggyback off it. I'm just saying there's a big difference between a plan and an idea. And there's a big difference between having a business and hustling. Like, in my opinion, you know, you when when you when you real when the business get going, yes, there's gonna be hustle to it. But a lot of y'all don't even have fully standing businesses yet. There's um, a, there's something about it that's that's consistent too. Yeah. A business is, is is consistent. It's kind of it's kind of dependable. You know how I know a lot of times I could look at a person and be like, yeah, their business probably not gonna be all that successful. And it sounds dark. And it sounds like, oh no, that's not how it's supposed to be. They having too much fun. Having too much fun. I just I don't I don't see the I don't see the hands getting dirty enough. I don't I don't I don't see the true um cause cause if you're willing to document it, uh, that's what that's what I'm going off of. Motherfuckers be documenting this shit. I see it sometimes, but I just don't see it, it it's funny because like this is this is a quote I see a lot, like you just not invested enough. Like I just don't I don't see the investment. Like you might have put the money into it, but yourself, you're not invested. No. And you could just tell sometimes. Because once again, we live in this social media age where everything has to be documented. Everything motherfuckers want to see everything. And when I see it, I'm just like, I think this is where it stops. I think I think it started and it's gonna stop right here because the point was made, like, hey, this is this is my this is my business ideal. Come support me. That's all and I they, got. That's all I got. They, and they don't get the investment. It's like, bro, you ain't even you ain't even doing nothing that'll get you on Shark Tank. Like, you know what I'm saying? That that reminds me. Go ahead. So I I I have to tell you about Keith Lee. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So Keith Lee is a TikTok food critic. I don't know if he's currently or formerly an MMA fighter, but currently he's a TikTok food critic based out of based out of Las Vegas. So starts out, he goes around and it was kind of like people. He would go to these places in Las Vegas, try the food rated one through ten. Then people started referring him to these businesses. He'd go to these businesses. He'd rate them. The business would reach out. It's like, hey, we ain't got no traffic, anything like this. You come, you know, rate our food. He'll come through. It's like, hey, the food is great. I think it's just the marketing, you know. And then like 20, less than 24 hours, you know, they got lines out of the door. You know, real famous on TikTok. So him and his family, they went to Atlanta. And so they were getting references in Atlanta. Oh, go try the milk and honey, go try old lady something, you know, go try these, these, these hot spots in Atlanta. And he was giving out a lot of bad reviews. Like, Oh, you know, when I sent my, he, cause he, you know, he realizes that he's like a celebrity now. So mm-hmm. he'll say, you know, I, he'll send his family in instead of him. Cause he doesn't want any special treatment. Like, Hey, I want, I want you to treat me like you treat any other customer so I can give an honest, honest review. So his family would go in. It's like, oh, you know, can we get a table? This, this, and this. They're like, oh, it's a two-hour wait, and we don't do takeouts. We don't do to-go orders. This, this, and this. Cool. So he'll walk in, and then they'll be like, oh, well, shit, we get you, you know, give us five minutes. We're going to clear this table, do this, this, and this. He's like, well, you just told my wife that it was a two-hour wait. You know what? No, what? Never mind. You know, I ain't going to this, this, and this. 
So a lot of people in the black community was like, oh, he wrong for going in there and talking bad about black businesses and this, this, and this. He don't know how hard it is for black businesses, X, Y, and Z, this, this, and this, and this. So he's been in the news cycle over the past month, having the likes of Chad Ochocinco saying that, hey, he's wrong for doing that. And, and it's like, why are you just obligated to give black people a good review solely because they're black? I'm gonna take this shit <laughs> a little deeper. Take take a look. I I know you were. One thing I've noticed since the social media era is we all people like it's it's a trending topic, you know. In in men circles, men like to talk about women not taking accountability and so on and so forth. Deflection. I will go as far as saying that the black community does not like accountability especially as a whole because that is a very stupid fucking thing to say as a person on that type of platform like chattel so single to sit there and say you shouldn't correctly criticize a business because the owners are black and i'm saying this because i've noticed this with a lot of police injustices and things that happen like i literally witnessed a black person do some very devious shit on the Houston freeway, <laughs> get gunned down. And as I'm reading the comments, people were only upset at the fact that the headline said something along the lines of him being a former criminal. I'm like, what the fuck is y'all on? This dude, black, white, gray, it don't even matter. Because if they would have said he was black, da da da, described him, y'all would have been mad at that. Saying he was a former criminal, y'all would have been mad at that. If y'all would have said, if he just simply said he was a man, y'all would have like, <laughs> look, <laughs> let's be accountable for what the facts are. The facts are that this was a young black man, former criminal, probably should have been state property to begin with, shouldn't have been in the streets anyway. He did a crime. And because it didn't hit close enough to, to home for a lot of y'all, y'all don't realize the severity of what's going on in front of you, which is we got a problem in the community when we just got a lot of these savage ass criminals running around and they could either be raping your daughters. They could be they could be they could be trying to break into your truck, your car, so on and so forth. I mean, it's a problem. And the reason that the problem doesn't get handled or addressed is because a little dumb shit like that saying that we shouldn't do that because that person basically has a handicap and that handicap is that they're black. That's how I hear that shit. Bruh. I, I look at it, at, at, at it this way. I'm giving my honest review. I am a man of integrity, a man that is standing on business if it's good, I say it's good. If it's bad, I say it's bad. I don't take any kind of payola. I don't do any of this. So for me to go out here and say, oh, this place is good simply because they're black. And then the people, because clearly a lot of people follow him. Like, you know, he's turning, he's changing lives overnight. He say your business, your business is, is booming. And the next, you know, your food is good. The next day, you know, you selling out. You can't even answer the phone. But we can't, we can't, we can't say, you know, I mean, not to cut you off. Like, I mean, a lot of these food critics, which is, it's strange to me how that's a real job in America. 
Like, I mean, I understand that, you know, some of the white ones are famous on the Food Network and shit like that. I know it's a it's a thing, but to me, it's it's fucking weird. I don't think that anybody can do that particular job with 100 percent integrity. I don't believe it. It's possible. I believe because I believe they got there by not showcasing genuine integrity. At some point, they were paid in order to get to that 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 level of platform because what they're doing really is not special if you want to keep it above like because think about it that shit is subjective as hell i mean we and, just and, and, he'll, and he'll say that too he'll say hey you know i prefer it to be a little more salty you know or you know they specialize in seafood and i didn't you know i don't i have a shellfish allergy so i didn't eat the seafood i got a burger instead you know these things, so yeah. I mean, but like you say, it, it's subjective. Taste, taste is subjective. The only thing you can't argue about is facts. <laughs> if the latter says it's a two hundred fifty pound weight limit and you three twenty, don't get your big ass up there. <laughs> Once again, not knocking this hustle. Don't know this guy. I find what he's doing to. I, I would say it's respectable for sure. Like people, people don't want to make choices on their own. People don't want to go to a, a food establishment and experiment, blah, blah, blah. But let's just be honest here. Nine times out of ten, a lot of these places that y'all be going to be trash. It's it, it, You've said it yourself. It's some establishments in Houston that you'll never go back to. I will never go back to them because they are overhyped trash. I'd rather go to Cheesecake Factory. Say, man. Say, man. <laughs> I know what I'm gonna get though. I know what I'm gonna get. And look, I'm if I go to Turkey Leg Hood, I gotta pee. I can't get in the bathroom because the owner and they're blowing somebody back out. You know all this other <sighs> shit. Like, but if I go to the Cheesecake Factory, I know y'all gonna have this random ass menu with a bunch of shit that really don't go together. And this cheesecake that y'all act like y'all made in the back, but y'all really just had it shipped in in freezer trucks, and then you just put it out and let it thaw. But hey, I like the I like the optics, I like the ambiance, I like how you try to try to deceive me, like it's, it's like going into a house of mirrors. And I know exactly what the food gonna be like. I know it's gonna hit for us. It's gonna be consistent across cheesecake factories. <laughs> I mean, that's that that's what happens when you have an established business with a formula. It's successful. I mean, the the, the at, at some point, maybe the worst thing that can happen is waiting and the service is bad, but the food is technically mediocre. And as somebody that's not a foodie, and I can get into the foodie Most shit. Food is mediocre. Yeah. The whole the whole diet, the whole the personality of being a foodie is the same as the personality of being somebody that likes to travel. It's very, it's 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 classist behavior, and it's 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 lame as fuck. And I don't really gravitate towards those type of people. I mean, there are a lot of those type of people, but to me, they're corny. Like, like okay, you like to travel. That's your personality. Cute. You like to eat a lot. All right, cute. All right, what else is there? What real hobbies do you have? None. <laughs> is there anything that you like to do that's really interesting? Because Traveling doesn't take a lot of effort. Eating food doesn't take a lot of effort. Like, and once again, that shit is subjective. You might travel to places I don't like to travel to. You might eat food I don't like to eat. All right, let's talk about something else. But because it's 
a status signal, like it's status signaling now. That's why so many people have gravitated towards it. Like you can really stun on motherfuckers because you travel a lot. You can stun on motherfuckers because you're you're going into these different businesses and you're eating a lot of various foods. That type of shit gets applauded. But when you're doing basic, simple things to survive and you're doing it consistently and respectfully, that type of stuff doesn't get praised. But guess what? It's a motherfucker out there watching you do what you do. And they respect that shit. They like that shit. You motivating them because they want to live that basic lifestyle too. Because they don't truly see it as basic. They're like, man, he, he living good, stress free, stress free, peaceful. He can I like get up and shit. go whenever he get ready. He ain't asking to borrow money from nobody. This, this, and this. You know, because everything comes with a sacrifice. Yeah, you might travel and you might be a foodie, but what are you giving up to do those things? I was talking to my sister earlier and, you know, we was talking about, oh, she's like, oh, I can't afford this. And I was like, well, you probably spent that on your dog. She's like, actually, I spent X amount of dollars to get her groomed the other day and she got to buy, you know, she on meds and all this, this, and this, and this. And it's like, you know, you, you we all pick our poisons. We do. We do. We do. I mean, and once again, <laughs> I don't want people to think that I dislike those type of people. I just don't find them that interesting. Because to me, they're not. Where where are you beyond that? Like 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 I could sit here and I could talk you to death about banking and finance, and then you you know if I'm just one dimensional, it's like oh well shit. You know what do you think about um the latest Marvel movie? Oh no, I don't work. I don't watch movies. I'd be too busy working. Oh well, shit. You watch the game? What do you think about the game? Oh no, I don't watch game. Well, was like hey, what? Well, what do you think about Pangea? Shit, I don't fuck with Pangea. Like, you know, like if you're just one dimensional, then then what what's the point? It's like apples to oranges. Oh, come on, man. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Look, man. Even with all that being said, do what y'all do. Continue to do what y'all do. One day that mirror gonna be in front of you though. And you go look, you be like, damn, that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been on. You know, that hopefully, hopefully you've been on business. <laughs> hopefully. 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 What they say, what type of shoes, what type of shoes you wear when you when you stand on business? <laughs> <laughs> you, you got to have some black influences on. <laughs> got to, dog. Straight up. Black influences, nigga. Beat up, nigga. Wrinkled in the front. Hey man, chill out, chill out, chill out. Hey, but like I said, man, it's shit ain't gotta be complicated, man. But unfortunately, man, is since everything is is viewed with a with this magnifying glass these days, which is you never know who's watching. It's always a camera somewhere. Everybody always being extra as fuck. You know, you just you find yourself in these um in these situations that just don't seem. Like they truly beneficial to your life. Like you just seem like, 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 what am I doing here? And then you, and then I feel at some point, depending on the maturity level you reach and when you reach it, you eventually just get to the point where you're like, hey man, y'all got it. <laughs> y'all got it. <laughs> y'all got it, man. Like I told you, after two questions, if I don't get an understanding, y'all got it. This not gonna make me money. This ain't gonna cost me money. Y'all got it. Y'all motherfucking got it. See something? I was finna, I was finna tell you something about something. 
What you got on your heart, young bull? They don't want to know that. I don't want to go there. That's, that's I seen that shit where a dude was. I don't know if he was at the dentist or some shit like that. And and a lady was like, "What's your relationship status?" And he was like, "Broken hearted." You see that? Shit? <laughs> I was like, "Good lord." No, that video about the wrong ex. <laughs> what's that? What, what, what you talking about? What's that about? You didn't watch that one. You sent it to me. I said I sent it to the to the to the uh, group chat with Keith, where they're interviewing this guy and they're talking about you know, hey, you know, what's your kind of like what's your relationship status? What happened between you and your ex and everything? And it's like you know, what would you tell them if you could? And this, this, and this. But they have the ex in the back listening to everything he says. So then the ex is like, oh, I didn't know that, and this, this, and this. And it's like, oh, do you want to go out and talk to him? It's like, yes. And so the ex comes out, and she's like, oh, I didn't know that you, because he was like, you know, oh, I thought this was going to be the person that I would marry, all this and other stuff. So the ex comes out. She's like, oh, I didn't know that you felt that way, this, this, and this. And she's like, I'd love to give him another chance to give him a big hug. And he mouths, this is the wrong ex. Oh, he damn, was, I didn't see this. He was talking about a completely other woman. Than the one that they had, and then they bring this other woman out, and it's like, oh shit, damn, damn. I'm scrolling. I didn't see that one. Oh well, yeah, yeah you know, and it, it, it might got be, it might got be, caught in the wash. Yeah, yeah, y'all be putting some shit in here, boy. I'm still tripped out. Yeah, that's that's fucked up. Damn. I'm sitting here scrolling. I'm seeing some shit. I'm like, damn, this is wild. I'm still with that chick, uh, Luana Andrade, the one that died. You know she was getting knee liposuction when she died? I was going to say, because she, she didn't have any fat on her body. She was getting knee liposuction. Damn. Knees was, knees was baggy like that? Why would you get knee liposuction? Why would you get like some knee Botox? My God. <laughs> My nigga Jeezy was in that line to knee alone too. <laughs> that nigga. I actually listened to the album and I, I was like, okay. I can see why somebody wouldn't like the Jeezy album, but I think the Jeezy album kind of just proves my point though. Like, I don't think there was anything un-Jeezy about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was still Jeezy to me. I just feel like, I mean, how old is Jeezy now? Gotta be in his mid-40s. Mid-40s, you know, so I'm just I'm just imagining that maybe there's just a, a little bit of a disconnect with the audience because they think that he's still probably gonna be rapping about some shit that he ain't really been about in over 20 years, maybe. But, I um, mean, he did have a, a, a verse in there where he was like, shit, if I ever see Nia Long, I'm gonna 46. shoot my shot. Hey man, forty six years old. I mean, been in the game since what? Early two, like about early two thousand, like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Neil Long, fifty three. That's not a bad shot for you. Not a bad yeah. shot. He still was in that whole line though. Oh, he was live big time. God, oh, this dude said, "Real niggas don't cheat." I don't. I don't know if that was standing on business or not. I got. I'm kind of torn. <laughs> I gotta kind of. I got. I feel like I have to agree. The the business was trying to impress Neil. Die with the lie. That's that was definitely die with the lie. Yeah. Look, man. Look. We can get into this, you know, for this last little segment. Um, it's 2023. 
real niggas don't cheat. <sighs> what? Hey, say if 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 Neil Long bought that, she deserves everything she gets and more. I know, I know, I know. Emay might be coach of the year though. By the way, um, the Rockets did knock off the Nuggets the other night. They did. They did. They're 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 officially a contender. But I always say, man, the sports, man, it's all about getting that momentum at the right time. That's why I think I think social media has a bad thing about starting a narrative a little too prematurely, and then people try to act like it didn't happen. Yeah, like people try to like back away, and it's like, bruh, nigga, the internet don't forget, nigga. I can search your history, nigga. I know what you said. About CJ Stroud. I know what you said. I know what you said, bro. You said because he didn't pass that little test, he wasn't going to do this and that. Like, I seen what you said. I hear what I see what y'all said about Bryce Young. I see what y'all are saying. A lot of that shit is going to change within weeks, within months, within years. That's why I just feel like a lot of the sports talk motherfuckers just need to be patient. Hey, man. Bryce Young got to see them Dallas Cowboys next week. He do. He do. Which is good for him. Which is good for him. I think I think in football, better than ever. I mean, in general, when you're playing at that high of a level, throw the test at me early, man. Yeah. It, it, it gets no worse than this. Because what Trevor Lawrence went through the other day was a revamped 49ers lineup. You got Bosa. And you got Young on the other side. That's a nightmare. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. At all. Niggas got to see that. 49ers is a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, you know, that's, that's, that shit, that's scary. And, but the, the good thing about that is, it's like, damn. Come on, bro. Why you out here playing? Why you playing on the camera, dog? As a matter of fact, I don't even want to go down to Sports Avenue. Let's talk about Jeezy lying again. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the lies. Back to the lies. Because all I'm saying is, man, when it all comes down to it, bro, human beings are human beings. People fuck up. Yes, they do. You know who you're dealing with from the jump. And I'm going to always argue, a lot of people, specifically women, they like dealing with men that they know can get hoes. You they don't, don't want to be the only fuck. person that wants your man. You don't. You kind of in the back of your mind be like, man, do he get bitches? Because if he don't, damn. Just you like gonna that. think it's something wrong with this nigga? Why am I the only one that want this nigga that don't get no bitches? It's 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 something wrong with it. It's a modern. It's a more modern mindset, but in the in the nature of that, it still goes back to women liking the bad boy. Women may not want to marry the bad boy, but they still want to know that the guy that they're with has a little bad boy in him, and he can still pull bitches. It's 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 a trophy for him, you know. The <laughs> you, you they were they were able to tame the wild stallion, no Meg, you know that that's 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 what they. I mean, and I, I get it because men are the same way. We we want the baddest bitch, and then we act like, hey, what did they say? You know, you get a bad bitch, you got to keep a bad bitch because a bad bitch always gonna be a bad bitch, like. You can't, you can't just, just assume that once you get her that she's going to stop being bad, then niggas going to stop shooting at her because they got respect for you or something. These niggas don't give a fuck. <sighs> look, at, look at that. Uh, go, go on your Instagram. Go on your Instagram. Go on your, go on your messages. Damn, my messages. Oh, go, ahead and, go ahead and play it. Let them let hear it. Hold on. Okay. 
It's made the camera, all right? Yeah. Uh, Females that I won't bring around me because I know that you're looking for the next best thing. Yeah. It's definitely females that I go, I have a good time with, but I'll be like, I already know if we run into a nigga with 17 billion, you have the potential <laughs> to suck dick in the locker room. <laughs> Pause. So I'll have my fun with you, but I won't bring you around certain things. I'll use you for that. What I want to use you to, because listen, and women got to know that. So if a guy, they always be like, he wouldn't take me nowhere. That's why he wouldn't take you. You're not nowhere. trusted. You can't be You're trusted. Not, you can't be trusted. I absolutely people. agree with that with certain no, things. No, so women need to know that. So all the ladies out there, you saying he never takes me nowhere. He, what are you ashamed of me? Yes. <laughs> he thinks, he thinks if he takes you somewhere, <laughs> you are going to embarrass him. <laughs> You're going to be the beginning of his downfall. <laughs> and who wants that? Yeah. Who wants that? Straight from Mason Bether. Who wants that? Who wants that, bro? So let's just get back to the real here. Like sometimes you got to do in, you got to do some things to protect your peace. And that kind of means, you know, like stepping back from this lifestyle that's currently being pushed on people uh, i've seen relationships fail because motherfuckers try to buy into this new dynamic i mean the, this new culture of what relationships are that shit don't work that's why a lot of these marriages is lasting less than 10 years a lot of motherfuckers is already talking about you know open marriages and doing all this experimental shit because y'all was <laughs> Y'all not doing it the right way. What, do I know what the right way is? Not necessarily, but some shit. I'm sorry. You gotta. You need to stay at home. Some 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 shit you just don't need to try. I don't. I don't need to try everything to know that it's not for me. Bottom line. There are some things I can knock before I try it. Very true. Very true. I would knock that shit all the way down. Why even think about trying? It. Get that shit out my face. But no, nah, man, like that's some real shit that they said. Like, and this goes both ways. It's it's women out there that you probably want to chill on bringing your dude around so and so because so and so is ready to fuck your dude as soon as you you turn your back. And your dude, being the man that he is, he might be a real dude. But shit, you better hope everything good at home. Cause if cause if so and so looking good and you fuck up and they exchange numbers, it's a wrap from that point on. And it's kind of like you you got to understand like women can look at your male look at your male friends and be like your boy want to fuck me, and if you and you just in denial if you sitting there saying nah 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 that nigga that nigga you know they they know so when a man say your homegirl want to fuck me, nah she's just nice like that she just not she's nice like that because she want to fuck me, and if you don't pick up on that energy you might want to trust your man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, people build these. Alternate realities, like these bubbles. You can't, you can't tell me at the age that I'm at right now, the women that I come across, I'm gonna just say 30 and over. They that naive, bro. Uh-uh. No. I, I refuse to believe it. I refuse. They they choose to be naive circumstantially. Like they they want to be naive in that moment because they don't want to believe it. We see them do it with men, we know they're gonna do it with their friends. Everybody does it, but they do it to a level of damn near insanity. It's like y'all out of y'all goddamn minds if you not see it what I'm seeing. 
you tricking. You just don't want to see it. It's and that's why they get, is that you don't want to. And I know you see the you I know you just see, you know, uh screenshots of the movie uh They Know, where an old buddy um uh, Roddy Piper, he takes off the glasses and motherfuckers got the skull face and shit and they start seeing all the real advertisements and shit. That's how it be when reality hit them. They take them shades off and them red flags be what? Six red flags be red flag, but before them it was six flags. The red Damn flags, man. red flags the whole time. Whole you you looking at the world through rose colored glasses, thinking those were white flags. Nah, they red. They red, big fella. On that note, you know, Bojack Horseman might be one of the greatest shows of all time. I say, I've thought about rewatching Bojack Horseman so I many times, but I do not have the emotional capacity. Of how that shit just talks to me. Uh-oh. I was like, nah, nah. I've thought about it. I've thought about it. I can't do it though. I can't watch that. I can't watch Master of None. Nah. I can't watch uh Hunting Hunting of Hill House. Uh, it's a few Hill House was great. That that yeah. that's that's something that should just not be touched. Yeah, I can't. It's certain shit I just can't watch again. Bojack, one of them. I ain't I ain't going near that shit again. Nah, brother. <laughs> I see the I see the a snippet or something he said. I was like, no, it's, I ain't no, uh, I'm good. I'm good. I had stumbled across a, a Reddit page where they just had like the best Bojack quotes. Say, man. Niggas, <laughs> I'm telling you. I just, hey. I, just, I just went somewhere right now. <laughs> Can't do it. Cannot do it. Uh, from from a relationship standpoint, to sit there and realize this on basically also Rick and Morty shit. This a fucking cartoon, but the shit they be saying on there be so on point. It's like the masses couldn't handle this. That's why it didn't win the awards it was supposed to win because it needed to stay kind of at that culty level. But that shit right there, I was like, bro, this shit right here is amazing. And it's like, it's not watered down. It ain't corny. It's It hits you. It's like, damn, this motherfucker going through it. And it and it lets you realize with the quickness what life is, bro. And, and a lot of people right now, because social media is so curated to perfection, when the harshness of reality hits a motherfucker, the first thing they want to do is commit suicide. First thing they want to do is self, 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 self pain, or, you know, hurt themselves and they want to take it out on other people, so on and so forth. Too many motherfuckers is growing up in this world not knowing how to cope in a more positive way. Why are you laughing, bro? Say, man, that nigga <laughs> say, when everybody loves you, but nobody really likes you. It's a lot of that going on. It's a whole lot of that going on. And, I, and I'm telling you, dog. I mean, it's funny because I forgot a, a, a famous philosopher said it, bro. He straight up said, man, if everybody likes you, it's impossible for you to be liking yourself. Like You can't like yourself. You everybody likes you. Everybody else. You, everybody like you. Shit, everybody didn't even like Jesus, nigga. Who the fuck you think you are? Come on. 
That's insane. What Cat Williams said, Jesus only had 12 friends, and one of them was a hater. (laughs) Say, man. I don't know why you brought up Bojack, nigga. I, I'm fucking depressed now. I think I'm done. <laughs> I think this is over. Hey, no. whatever, whatever y'all do, do not watch Bojack Horseman. Listen, and that's crazy to say, but I'm dead ass serious. Do not. This this generation is not built to handle that. Nah, bro. Nah, don't fucking do it. I was watching Rick and Morty, and somebody said something. She was like, man. My my generation would be ready to kill themselves by you know because of breakfast because their breakfast was wrong. Like she was, <laughs> I was like, damn. Like she ain't like this generation is soft. Quiet is kept. Soft. Dwight Howard. Soft. Oh man. We need I know. There. Yeah. Because that's a double entendre. I'm. <laughs> I don't even want to know how. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, man, it's been a pleasure. It's been a joy. We'll be back next week. Uh, I think we'll be back next week. We'll try. Turkey time. It's going to be turkey time. Yeah, by the time. Yeah, it'll be turkey time. Yeah, I suppose. What you, what you got going, man? Turkey time. I ain't, I, ain't got, I ain't got nothing going on. You know, just, oh, I told you they put me in charge of the turkey this year. Look, man, I was telling Jay Mark how, like, a lot, a lot of people before we went to your shit big and I was telling people I was like yeah man you know Jay he's serious about that shit he be cooking this shit and like some people I was telling they was like nah man, he don't be like nah man he stand on that shit he he likes doing that shit I so when you God. just when you just sat there and said what you said it's like I'm not surprised like you want to do that shit I don't. I seen I seen a meme the other day. They say black people will find any any reason to throw something on the grill. Talking about yeah, the kids out here trick or treating, so I'm gonna throw something on the grill. <laughs> that is me, nigga. That's you. That is me, nigga. Look, man, I respect it. I like it. I, cool. I I have been so methodical about how I'm gonna cook this fucking turkey, nigga. <sighs> so methodical. Think about it all week, huh? Hey. That bird, that bird gonna moonwalk across the table like Michael Jackson at Motown <laughs> 25, nigga. I mean, fucked up. Dang. Because your name on it, too. Yeah, my name on it. My name is my name. Yeah, that's true. I can't, I can't come up weak. Can't. That's like that first time. <sighs> that first time. <laughs> and you've been, wanting to, you've been wanting her for a minute. You finally get her. You got to show out. You got to show up and show out. 24 six is all I need. <laughs> That's what Zach Wilson said. Hey, man. I, I see that shit. I bust out. Like, go ahead. Did you see what I just sent you by, by uh, Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen? <laughs> yeah, that shit wild, man. <laughs> that shit wild, bro, because, I mean, they do have a killer connection. I mean, they finally, fi- they finally fired some fucking body in the NFL. I don't know what the hell been going on with that shit this year. I'm like, what are y'all waiting on? It's, it's Ibra, like a, it's like a mulligan year, like you. Yeah, Ibraflu should have been fired. Um, Arthur Smith should have been fired. Um, who else? What you call it for? Um, Cardinals should have been fired. Multiple coordinators in defensive. Man, you put who's, seven. Who's, uh, Kingsbury is King. No, Kings is not Kingsbury anymore, is it? No, no, it's McDaniel's. You got two McDaniel's that are head coaches, right? 
Wow. I didn't even know that. I think so. But you put 70 points on the motherfucker. Nothing happens. Did anything happen to the Broncos? Don't. It was Nothing. wild. They got better, which is wild. Every, every, everybody got to go. Everybody, everybody got to go. Clean the, house. The owner got to go. They, bro, they benched Jimmy G in, 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 in uh, Oakland, where in Las Vegas. That coach should be fired. Like, I don't. I'm not understanding a lot of that shit. I'm like, bro. I don't know if y'all if y'all tanking. I don't get what's going on in Colorado college. Had to be rolling. That that bandwagon kind of came to an end pretty quick. Bro, that whole crashed. That whole crashed. I was on that hoe too. I fell off. Bruh. I ain't even gonna hold you. I'm. I'm. And you know me. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't watched them play since they played USC, and that's been over a month ago. Look, tell you something. When I seen that second game, and you know it, I think it was a second or third game, and I was like, damn, these niggas go show is going to shootouts a lot. Why the defense getting put 40 on them every time? That's a problem, bro. You 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 literally have to score 45 points because you your defense is allowing the other team to score 40. That's not good football. No. That's not sustainable. And I'm like, this team is not good. And by the time they got to what that was that one they should have really lost that coach that was talking shit. Oh, the uh, was that Colorado State? Yeah, yeah, Colorado State really could have got them when they when that's that's the game when they injured uh, when they injured Travis Hunter, right? Mm-hmm. Colorado State really could have got them, but after that, I think Colorado State really exposed them. It was like these niggas weak, they defense trash. I mean, yeah, should do it straight, but they trash. He he, he feasts a famine too, though. He really is, and 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 I don't, I don't like the fact that his number one weapon don't get a lot of uh a lot of spotlight. That tight end, the motherfucker, he nice. I don't know yeah. his name because I ain't watched the fucking game in a minute. But I don't like watching. I don't like watching bad football. I don't like watching bad sports. That's why. <laughs> yeah, straight up, man. That's why. I, that's why I was telling you, man. And I, I promise I'm in on this note, bro. I had a game last night, and one of the dudes that's in the league that I'm cool with. Um, I was I sat back and I watched him play a little bit and I was watching him with another dude I hooped with and I'm like, man, watch this dude, bro. This dude does a lot of the little things that if you're not just watching him do the shit, you're not going to appreciate because he's not on your team. When he on your team doing that little shit, you appreciate it more, depending on what type of person you are. Mm-hmm. But if you're on the, and if you're on the other team, you're going to hate it because you're like, damn, he making a difference. Not even scoring 20 points, 10 points, nothing like that. But he getting them loose balls. He drawing charges. Damn, they're getting every rebound. Like, that shit is so underappreciated. And it's upsetting because it's most of our generation that is so offensive-minded that we don't realize that we're ruining the game for the younger dudes. Because I'm still teaching my son the importance of defense and the importance of, you know, being a – a balanced player. I don't believe in a two-way player. I believe a basketball player is supposed to play both sides of the ball. You don't take breaks. And that's that's to me that applies to life as well. Like when you doing something, you you do all aspects of it. You don't just do the the part of it that gets you the most shine. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like cuz I, I deal with that at work. Like it's motherfuckers like I told I told people straight up I was on a call one time. I told motherfucker straight up, man, hey, man, if, if y'all ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. 
I'm not finna do all this, uh, you know, trying to trying to show that I could run a meeting and hey, look at me, I'm on the call and hey, how are you doing, Jeff? Like I ain't got time for all that shit. I'm turning the fucking mic on. I turn my camera on if I need to. <laughs> What's good? All right, cool. Yeah, y'all talk y'all sports for about 45 seconds. Let's get to the point. That's what we on? All right, cool. Well, nice seeing y'all. See y'all later. Because while we doing all this talking and shit, business still going on. Yep. So I really don't got a time. I don't got time to be doing all that fraternizing and shit when if you want to see me, shit, let's let's, you know, we can head out to Denver again. We can head out to Dallas. Go to Oxnard, shit. We can, we can, we can meet up, shit. But on when we when we on the call, we like conducting business, man. Let's do the shit, and I'm gonna do it in a way to me that I'm gonna get to the point type of guy. And that's, I don't need to. Um, the virtue signal is not the right word, but I don't. To me, it's brown nosing. I don't have to brown nose to show you my value. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do my job, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do every aspect of it the way. That is the best, in my opinion. And if you think it's not, correct me. But long story short, man, do the job. And that's what I like about certain basketball players and, and certain when I'm watching, when I choose to watch certain things, I'm watching somebody that's going to do the job all the way around. They get to the fucking point. I don't need all that extra shit, dog. Yeah. That's why I, that's why I told you that night when I was watching Luca. Like, I never really watched Luca like that. He a bitch. <laughs> I don't got time for all that shit, dog. Why you always complaining to the refs, man? Every fucking play. You 6'8", 240. Slow than a bitch, but crafty. Your shot going in 70% of the time, whether you get fouled or not. Play the fucking game, bro, and shut the fuck up. But anyways, man. Any fucking ways. Oh, nice. What you got, man? You got closing words, man, because I hold the show. I, you know, nah, I ain't got nothing for them, for these folk. Well, like I said, we'll, we'll be back, you know, hopefully we put out a turkey time episode. Hopefully no crazy shit go down. Uh, crazier shit go down before the next one, but um, what's your favorite meme circulating right now, man? I don't know off the top of my head. Well, I think the new one for me is the Nick, the, the Vince McMahon one. That Vince McMahon be having me laughing. <laughs> Vince McMahon crying. See, yeah, I don't even know what it's. I don't even know the origin of that one. Keith probably know. Keith probably know. And uh, I mean, obviously, the cat one is funny too. It's 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 died I down. Mean, it's it's timeless at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, man, as as always, man, it's a joy to be out here talking shit. I know that you know most people. Don't like podcasts anymore, but guess what? We don't care. Damn. Episode two ninety two in this bitch. Two ninety two, right? Two ninety two. Two ninety two. Well, as always, thank you and you're welcome. With that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization. People have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?